Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Thanks for being with us. Speaker of the House Mike Johnson avoided shutting down the government when Congress passed a continuing resolution that funds the government until mid-January. The bill passed with overwhelming support from the Democrats. Only two Dems voted against the CR. The House is certainly divided, but so is the Republican Party. 93 of the 221 Republicans voted against that CR, making it a Democrat bill. The fact that Johnson had to go over to the Marxist Dems to pass his first major piece of legislation has conservative members fuming. Yesterday, we brought you some of the tensions boiling up and over on Capitol Hill. For instance, Kevin McCarthy elbowing Congressman Tim Burchett in the back while he was doing an interview. We now have McCarthy's reaction. And guess what? As you might expect... McCarthy decided to lie and to deny. Now, a reporter, though, says this isn't the first time McCarthy has thrown a sucker punch at a congressman. A reporter was interviewing Burchard or something. I guess our shoulders hit because Burchard runs up to me after. I didn't know what he was talking about. So many reporters asked me. I did not run and hit the guy. I did not kidney punch him. I did not shoot anything like that. You didn't shot him. No. I, we're walking through. You, you were at HC5, right? You guys line up along the way there. It was Bruce Wester and I walking out. He must have been interviewing someone. I didn't know it was him or something. I guess our elbows hit as I walked by. I didn't punch anybody. Did he but, after but, you? No. But, yeah, well, he, I guess it happened because when I was walking back further, I don't say somebody was interviewing me or talking to me, and he comes running up like, why, why, why did you hit me or something like that? I said, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't even know something transpired. But reporters and witnesses said it looked like you, there was plenty of room for you to walk, and that you intentionally hit him. 
There is okay, not a place. Show me a reporter who saw that. Ask, call what Bruce Westerman. Okay, well, ask Bruce Westerman. No, I did not go up. If I hit, if I would hit somebody, they would know I hit. He said he knew he hit. He said he said he said he was in pain that you hit him so hard. Come on now. We said okay. That's far from. Congressman Kinzinger wrote that you pushed him twice while he was in Congress in the chamber. When have I pushed him? Kinzinger said he was in the back railing once, and you elbowed him and pushed him. You said Gates. Kinzinger. Kinzinger. No, I don't know. I don't know about Kinzinger. It turns out the Secret Service has also been lying. Lying to us, lying about the Biden crime family. Newly foid documents reveal DNA was found and preserved in the White House cocaine investigation. Contrary to previous claims by the Secret Service made when they closed the investigation just days after they found the cocaine. And they say they had no suspects. The Secret Service lied, and it's certainly not the first time they've lied protecting the Biden crime family and themselves. I want to bring in our guest today. Back in 2021, he was the first member of Congress to introduce articles of impeachment against Alejandro Mayorkas. He's Congressman Andy Biggs from the great state of Arizona. And Congressman, thanks for taking the time to join us here today on The Great America Show. Eight rhinos voting against and 11 more Republicans not voting on the Mayorkas impeachment. Your reaction to it all? It, it was not a particularly big surprise, I, I, but I thought it'd be closer. I knew that there were. I, I knew that uh, because I've been working my my own my own motions to impeach Mayorkas for over a year now. I knew that we had some that I I just could never get, but there were only about two or three that had kind of told me that they were digging in, would never vote. So I thought, well, we got a chance, but there were some people on there that I did not expect to vote. Um, uh, to to actually lay put this actually they voted to put it into a committee and and that was a way of of basically sending this thing off to oblivion and uh, so oblivion is where it is uh, is it irretrievable no it's not irretrievable I mean um, the problem of course is. Um, I, I've had multiple uh, versions of this that have not gone anywhere. Now Marjorie's has not gone anywhere. There are other versions out there that are in limbo land. It's going to be really hard to bring this back up at this point. So reviewing the reality, the border is wide open. 10 million illegal immigrants at a minimum have come into the country since uh, Joe Biden took the oath of office. And and 100,000 Americans are dying every day of fentanyl, the source of which is China and Mexico. Uh, and this is not impeachable. This has to leave the American people, I would hope it leaves them, wondering what does it take to be held accountable, to be impeached, if you will not defend and and honor your oath of office? Yeah, so when we start talking about uh, 300 people a day dying because of fentanyl overdose, you know, 100,000 a year. And then we start talking about the the crimes that have been committed. We start talking about the number of people. So we've 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 caught more than 250 individuals on the foreign terrorist watch list. But then at the same time, we know that there's well over two million people that have come in that we don't know where they're from. We don't know where they're going. We know that some of them have incredibly malevolent intentions. 
Um, it, it just boggles the mind. But beyond that, Lou, they, it, some of these people said, well, Andy, there's no high crime and misdemeanor. Somebody else told me, well, this is Biden's problem, not Mallorca's problem. And I said, well, then, then you're willing to sub, uh, impeach Biden over this. And oh, no, no, because there's no high crime misdemeanor. I said, how about how about perjury to Congress? How about um, uh, lying to Congress under oath? That would be perjury. How about this one? How about saying we, we ask him, do you have operational control of the border? He says, yes. You show him the, the language, which is a clear statute, Lou, under the Safe Fence Act of 2006. This is how it's defined. He says, oh, oh, but nobody can do that. So we don't use that as our definition of operational control. We've made up our own. So he's basically ignoring the law. He, he won't let us deport people. There's a million and a half people with, with uh, uh, deportation or removal orders in, in place. They've had their due process. They've had their day in court. He's preventing ICE from deporting them. He's required under the law to detain people until amnesty seekers, so not as amnesty, but asylum seekers. He's required to detain them until their immigration status has been adjudicated. He's not. He is releasing them into the country. We know that they're funneling money into the NGOs that are actually encouraging this, this uh, uh, invasion to take place. And I view all those as certainly misdemeanors, but I think they're also high crimes. And so somebody, I had actually had somebody tell me, said, but Andy, what are, what's the felony and what are the elements of the felony? And I said, you're not required under the Constitution to have an actual criminal felony. That's that's made, been made clear by the Supreme Court, but it's also been made clear by the minutes of the Constitutional Convention and the Federalist Papers themselves. So uh, I think we're on good, solid ground going forward. We just don't have the votes to go forward. That is a shame. That is, uh, it's yeah. more than a crying shame. This is a, uh, this is a party now riven uh, with division. And it, uh, and what is troubling to me is that the actors who are blocking, performing as obstacles uh, against the, the conference's will, they seem to shift. I don't know how large the number, number is of Republicans in name only, uh, whatever you would want to call them, fly, flying a false flag as a Republican, as in some cases conservatives even, uh, when they are nothing of the sort. How large a group do you think really it is who would oppose the impeachment of Mayorkas, who would oppose the impeachment of President Trump, and how in the world is a Republican Party and conference overcome this? Okay, you've asked me three questions, so let me let me tell you. With Mayorkas, um, I view that as the lowest hanging fruit. That's the easiest person to impeach, and you just saw that we had eight people uh, vote against it. Uh, when you go to Biden, the number increases that would vote against impeaching President Biden. Um, so at the same time, you know, I, I actually I keep trying to work with these people to sell them. And so the third thing is, um, I think you want to know how, how we overcome that. I, I'm not sure I know how to overcome it. I mean, I've tried to jawbone it. I've been I've tried to convince people I've. Uh, I've written op-eds. I've I've talked to people one-on-one. -on -one. I've 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 gone to the floor and made the, tried to make the case during debate. Um, and it's it's really some of these people um, they're locked into this position. I, I view it as as kind of a, an economic 
theory called path dependence. They've locked in, they've built some some walls around it so they, they're not willing to move and to exit would, you know, and move to the correct path would be too hard, I guess, for some. But I mean, I, I the bottom line is I just think I can't stop. I can't give up. I mean, look, believe me, there was a, I just walked back from the floor where we're, we have this terrible CR deal going on with the, with the, with the new speaker. I, and I've been talking to him and I told him what I thought again. And I, I just came away and I'm like, you know, I, it's be, it would be too easy to get down and depressed that we are not seeing progress in, in so many areas, but you got to keep fighting. That's the bottom line. Well, we know you're a fighter and you will not be in any way uh, deterred in your efforts. And that's one of the reasons we consider you a, a great American as well as a great, uh, a great congressman for the, for the state of Arizona. We're talking with Andy Biggs, congressman from Arizona, and we're going to test out a, a, new, uh, a new conspiracy theory, as the left would like to call it. We're going to test out what else is required to get what is required to save this republic. We'll be talking about that CR that uh, the Congressman Biggs just mentioned and more. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We're back with Congressman Andy Biggs. And, and Congressman, again, always great to talk with you. Thanks for being here. Uh, we were talking about the um, the votes on the uh, on the floor for impeaching uh, Mayorkas. Uh, there's a certain symmetry that has given rise in certain quarters, and uh, I'm a, I'm one of those people in that corner. That the the number eight has shown up again. The eight who were uh, uh, blocking uh, and tackling in the removal of Kevin McCarthy, and now the eight who were blocking the entire conference and its will. Uh, you don't suppose uh, the fellow who apparently uh, threw an elbow uh, into Congressman Tim Burchett's back is the same fellow who uh, is a pain in the back for the rest of the conference. Well, I do think that Mr. McCarthy is still um, troubled by his removal as the Speaker of the House of Representatives. And I do believe that he, uh, if he could, would try to position himself to return uh, to the speakership. I think that's that's part and parcel to what he would like to do. Now, does do I think I, I think he would get fewer votes today even than he got last January. Um, and then then I, I just I think it'd be harder for him to get back. But I think that he, that's his desire. It's his life's desire. It was his 
it was his life's dream to be there. And, um, it, you know, I, I have some some sympathy for him because uh, he, he didn't think that we were going to actually be able to get that done. We did. And he's but I don't I don't think he's going to go quietly away into the night, Lou. I mean, I'm already hearing that he's uh, he might be behind some of the efforts to try to take me out of my district through the next election cycle uh, and some of the others of the eight of us. Well, you know, I'll just say the hell with McCarthy. Uh, you can beat him hands down, and I know that you will. You have too many admirers and uh, too many people who respect you greatly to ever let something happen because of a two-bit political thug uh, trying to throw his weight around in a congressional district. I don't think that will happen. And personally, I'll just tell you, I'm available to do whatever I can to support you. Uh, Thanks, Lou. <laughs> and I'll bring, uh, uh, you know, my wife and I will bring our dogs, uh, you know, out to Arizona for uh, for a for a campaign. Uh, Congressman, I, I just th this is uh, this is ignorance writ large, and it's being written by the so the purported uh, uh, alleged uh, leadership of the Republican Party, Kevin McCarthy has enough stooges that will back him that he could block the impeachment of Mayorkas. He's now operating as a double agent, if you will, less a double agent now than an absolutely obvious um, uh, saboteur of the Republican Party for the Biden, Biden regime and the Marxist stamps. When do you get the message to him that you just soon get the get out of Dodge? Well, let's let's consider a couple things. First of all, when John Boehner realized that he was going to be removed from office, you'll recall that he he did a, a, a kind of a graceful thing or gracious thing. He said, I'm just going to resign from the office and Congress itself so I don't put the institution through that. And that was not Mr. McCarthy's way. The other thing is Mr. McCarthy has raised uh, oodles of money, literally millions of dollars, and one thing he said the day that he was um, uh, removed from office and he came and he spoke to the conference, he said to us, he says, uh, as he's getting ready to walk off the stage, he said, um, I have a lot of money uh, and I'm no longer constrained by the rules against the, the speaker from, from using it. And I'm going to go uh, be able to use it any way I want to going forward. Whoa, so, are you telling me the speaker is talking about the money he raised for the conference is now in his control without any restraint? That's what he indicated. I don't I don't know that that's true. The my what historically has always happened is that money went to the new speaker. Absolutely. And, and, and but that's what Mr. McCarthy in, uh, insinuated. Uh, on that particular day. And so well, he's you're dealing with not only a thug, but a crook. And he is. I mean, he's op operating like, a, as Cash Patel would say, a, a, you know, a, a government gangster. Yeah, well, he's 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 very and I, I I I can't tell you how mad I think he must be, but I but he certainly is miffed and hurt. And so he's but I mean, at some point, You've got to recognize that either you need to move on personally or you need to move completely off the stage because uh, your time was here. You had your time and now it's time for somebody else. Uh, I, I am trying very hard to get the new speaker to do the right thing on some of this stuff and, and to make sure he, un he understands not to do stuff the way 
Mr. McCarthy did stuff. Right. Uh, you only get one or two chances in life to actually make a, a first impression, an impression that will be lasting and, and people will see. Um, and so it's really unfortunate that the, the main impression people are going to have is that we're going to do a, a short-term continuation of Pelosi, Schumer, Biden spending levels with their policies. We're going to take that up right after this quick break. We are talking with Congressman Andy Biggs. We're talking about what is right now a, a Republican Party that is has new leadership, but the old leadership uh, is, is subversive as uh, I could imagine. Uh, let's find out more. We'll be talking with Congressman Andy Biggs on the other side of this. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Congressman Andy Biggs. Speaker, Speaker Johnson's CR idea, a staggered or laddered CR it does not seem to me to be particularly inventive. It, as a matter of fact, it strikes me as perhaps too cute by half. Uh, there is a problem. It seems it needs to be addressed. Um, and that I hope that I'm wrong about this. But Speaker Johnson is taking small steps when strides are required. Yeah, I tell people all the time, uh, we're in such an existential crisis in this country. It's no more, you can't trim around the edges anymore. You have to go to the heart of the matter every time if we're going to turn this around. So the, the, the stair step, phased in, laddered, whatever you want to call this, I, I, I understand what they're trying to do. Uh, I'm gonna, and I'm okay with it. But as I told them, I said, I, I get it. You're trying to force us out of the normal pattern to break the status quo. And that's great. Um, but if you don't include with that some policies and you leave it clean, it's still the same thing as a clean uh, CR done one time as opposed to a clean CR done another time. That is to say, when I say clean, I mean no reduction in spending, no elimination of policies. And my position to the speaker has been always a small gesture would provide you with a great deal an abundance of goodwill. And that a gesture like that might be, since the Senate's not going to take up the Israel aid bill, and if you think that's important, do the Israel aid bill with this, the same reduction in the IRS money, stick that in your CR. How about going back to the $16 billion that, that, the, that the, uh, C, the McCarthy CR gave to disaster relief? Take that from the IRS money. How about, how about capping the IRA 
um, Green New Deal subsidies and tax credits, which were originally going to be $350 billion, which is outrageous, but are now projected to be over $2 trillion because there's no cap on them. How about finding just some stuff like that, that we in the House could get 217, 218 votes on, lay that on the Senate, and then leave town and let the Senate decide if they're going to shut down or if they're going to give us something meaningful. I, I mean, those are the type of small gestures I'm talking about, Lou, that there's they don't seem small to me at all, Congressman. They seem to me to be as pertinent, as important as you're as you're saying. Uh, did how will the Republicans uh, move on the Johnson idea, uh, his approach? I believe uh, we're going to vote on it um, sometime after you and I finish this interview uh, today. And what's going to happen, I believe, is that you're going to see a significant number of Democrats come over and you'll have Republicans voting no, like myself and like Chip and, and Scott Perry and Matt Rosendale, Bob Good and, and, and others. Freedom you're going to have Democrats that are going to come in and vote and carry this across the finish line. I mean, McConnell's already said he's 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 supportive of this. Chuck Schumer said he he he's supportive of this. Uh, I haven't heard from Hakeem Jeffries, but we've had a number of Democrats say they're going to vote for it. So I think it's going to pass, and I think it's going to pass um, with Democrat so votes. His first big test, his first big initiative, and he's going to have to have Democrat votes to move it forward. Yeah, sad, frustrating, sad. Maddening. Uh, it is, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, I really don't know what to say. The, the, the matter is, is so straightforward. We have a, a puppet president in the White House who is impaired. He's corrupt. He's compromised. He is a danger to the republic. He's about to meet with the leader of the most powerful nation on earth after the United States, who has been threatening uh, the United States militarily, uh, geopolitically, saying he's going to pull off a of Ukraine basically with Taiwan. And he's sitting down, and that ought to be some conversation, don't you think? And now we have a speaker who wants half measures. Um, perhaps, you know, perhaps I, you, know, you and I were wrong about something. Maybe, maybe McCarthy will look good when this is all done. Because this this is just I, I have to say to you, I understand why you're uh, perhaps um, concerned more than concerned. I, I think it's just uh, unspeakable that he would do this. Yeah, this, I mean, you, unpacking what you just said, let's just cover it real quick. Biden is is wounded. He is he is in, he's incapable of leading. He's also, besides China, he's talking about giving billions more to Iran, who is, who is funneling it through to these, these terrorist organizations. Um, why in the world would you facilitate an ongoing of that, the bill, the spending levels that we had last year put in by Schumer, Pelosi, and Biden that gave us a $2.25 trillion structural deficit, Lou. Yeah. Um, and you're going to keep those and the horrible policies, whether it's the woke policies, the ESG, the DEI policies that are in place, uh, whether you're going to keep these uncapped IRA uh, Green New Deal subsidies and tax credits in place, whether you're going to keep the border open because the failure to 
to leverage that. I mean, I look at it and I say, we are in an existential crisis. Um, and it seems to me we might have, we might have been able to get something done that was meaningful so that the American people could say, yes, somebody is taking charge again and trying to restore this great country to its place. But we instead, we continue down a path of erosion, except for erosion denotes a slow moving uh, disintegration. And ours is not a slow moving disintegration anymore, Lou. Ours is an accelerating uh, uh, disintegration of this once great nation. Andy Binks, we appreciate it, Congressman, for you being with us and for all their, uh, your tireless efforts in behalf of this great nation. Thanks, Lou. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks to Congressman Biggs. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. And here tomorrow on The Great America Show, we'll be taking up the right to life and the impact of Roe v. Wade on American society and our culture. The impact as well of the Dobbs decision turning the issue over to the states and how will it affect the 2024 elections. Please join us for that tomorrow. Join us each and every day. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs. Thanks, everybody. God bless you, and may God bless America. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.